Hello, Chelsea here to start off the episode with a little awkward intro because we forgot to record it when we were doing a live recording of our podcast. Uh, so Katie and I are kind of taking the holidays off this year. We kind of went crazy last year with the Christmas episodes, but this year we have a lot of, uh, plans that are kind of overlapping on our recording times. So we decided this will be our like December episode and then that will kind of be it until 2019. So just to let you know, there won't be any new episodes until 2019. It'll most likely be the first whatever the first episode is in January, whatever the first Monday is. So look forward to us then. Everyone have a happy holidays and a happy new year. And we'll talk to you in 2019. You're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a podcast all about pop culture that these brilliant ladies enjoy. So heat up your kettles. It's Tea Time. Hello, everyone. I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea, and you are listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a proud member of the geek to geek Podcast Network. This week, we will be discussing 2018 Netflix original Christmas movies. But before we get into that, it's been a few weeks since we've chatted. So, Katie, read me your list of all the things you've been doing. <laughs> it is a list. I've been really busy. I need to sleep. Anyways... Uh, so I'm going to try to do this in order, but there really is no order to it. I went to Universal Studios with Karen and my sister. We, um, we wanted to see the Harry Potter light show. So we got to see that, but we literally only went to Universal Studios for like an hour and a half, like almost two hours. Like we were there for a very short period of time. I was going to say, did you do anything? Like... (laughs) Um, no. Oh. We literally only saw the light show. So I paid oh. like $25 to park for like two Did hours. y'all like carpool or? Nope. Oh, yikes. <laughs> I also bought Michelle a ticket because she doesn't have an annual pass. So like I paid $99 for her to like what? be there for like an hour and a half. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Why, why didn't you guys stay? The park closed at seven and the light show was like at 6 30 what yeah yeah the park closed at seven yeah on a saturday that seems crazy to me i'm sorry yeah it was a little it's a little ridiculous but the light show at uh at wizarding world was pretty cool oh, i don't nice. know if it was worth <laughs> driving that far and paying that much but yes whatever um well, then Michelle and I went and had, like, ramen at a sushi place, which was really good. So Ooh, that sounds good. It was okay. Uh, let's see. I also had dinner with Joel, because, like, Erwin and Joel are back in the area. I think I've talked about them previously. Yeah. Uh, like, recently. I talk about them all the time, but most recently. <laughs> um, so Joel and I hung out, and we went to it. There's a new restaurant close to our office that is really great with fried chicken so like i had a chicken sandwich and it was delicious and yummy then we went and saw the new grinch movie the one with benedict cumberbatch does the voice of the grinch it was super cute and i loved it very much it was very very adorable 
Uh, let's see. I also visited my extended family and told my cousin Neil about this podcast. So shout out to Neil because he might eventually listen to this episode. <laughs> Yay. Hello. Uh, yes. He, uh, I told him about it and he listens to podcasts while he works. He works in the mountains. He does. I don't know what he does. He's going to get mad at me because I don't really know what he does. But um, he's great. I spent the entirety of our like dinner that we had with family hanging out with, with him and watching football. So it was super fun. Um, let's see. And I had dinner with Morgan in preparation for this podcast episode. We watched uh, one of the Netflix original Christmas movies that we will be discussing together. Nice. Nice. And it was super fun. We had, she made pasta and we had wine and cookies. Yeah. And let's see, what else did we do? Uh, Oh, so the big thing that happened this week is the company holiday party happened for the company I work for. Yes. And I got to do goat yoga. Right. (laughs) is the most terrifying thing like I have done it is like it's very weird so it's so LA this is like ridiculous it's very LA it is very (laughs) LA so we get out to this park I've never yoga'd before in my entire life so now I'm doing (laughs) yoga in front of a bunch of people that I work with that I've never done yoga before and there's the potential of having a goat stand on me okay so, As you do. <laughs> yes. So two of the people we work for are yoga instructors. So they were leading our class. But it wasn't just that we had like a bunch of people doing yoga. We also had spectators <laughs> of people who didn't want to yoga, <laughs> but who wanted to come to take pictures with the goats or drink coffee. Uh, were, were these people that worked with you or just stand? Yes. No, okay. people that okay. worked with us. So it was like Joel and Brendan and Brian and like Porter, like all these people that I've like mentioned before on this podcast are just all standing around taking photos of people. <laughs> and so they like told us to get into a specific position and they're like, oh, this goat's going to help you stretch. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And then a goat gets on your back uh, and what? stands on you. And I'm not talking like little goats. No, these big goats. Oh, like, they're very- my I'll- God. I'll show you some photos because everyone's taking a picture. Joel got a picture of me with a goat on my back. And like, I was already dying because it was sunny and it it was hot. And I was doing yoga for the first time. And I was having like goats stand on me. And they're like, okay, like do, do like downward facing dog. And then this goat's going to stand on you. And I'm like, I can't. No, no, this goat is not standing on my butt. (laughs) Are you sure you didn't just have some sort of weird dream? <laughs> this this sounds made up. This genuinely it's, sounds made up. It is not. I will I will give you some pictures to put in the show notes, please. In the show notes so that you can see that this actually happened. Yes. Okay. It was a very unique experience. Everybody was also really afraid of being peed on. Well, yeah, because they're they're wild ants, they're goats, like yeah. But I I I don't know. We goat yoga, and then we had lunch, and then we made uh, cat beds and toys and dog beds and toys uh, for the Pasadena Humane Society. So they like animal rescue. So we made toys for them, 
And then we went to the LA Zoo for dinner, and we got to hang out with an elephant and a surprise visit by a sloth that we got to take photos of, but didn't get to pet. Like, you don't get to touch the sloth. You just get to look at the sloth. Yeah. And everybody got kind of drunk. Kind of. (laughs) And walked around, looked at lights. Well, I mean, open bar, startup. Ooh, shoot. Um, And then we had a giant white elephant gift exchange with, like, 40 people, which was very difficult. But it actually worked out really well. I got this really awesome gift. So the gift I got was a buddy buddy cop novel featuring uh, President Obama and Joe Biden. (gasps) Yes, that sounds amazing. It's like fan fiction, and I'm really excited to read it. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm I'm like very very excited to start I'm reading. I'm so it. excited for you. That's cuz that you love them. I do. They're like <laughs> my favorite besties in the world. Uh I think and because I did the holiday partying, I was very responsible and took the train to work so that I didn't have a car and so we like Ubered everywhere and I Airbnb'd with Erwin and Joel. Nice. And uh, hung out with them on Friday and, you know, worked with quotations around it. Nobody <laughs> works the day after the holiday party. No. Um, and then I went to Disneyland yesterday with Irwin and Joel and Michelle. So I did a lot of, yeah. like, things with Irwin and Joel and then lots of dinners. And Sounds about and right. Not, not a lot of work. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I think that's all the things that I did. That's the holiday favorite. season for you, though. Yes. That is very accurate. Okay, what did you do? Well, I also had a Christmas party, but it wasn't really like a party like you guys did. It was more like we all took our tips and chipped in for a taxi and took it into the city and got drunk. So, (laughs) Hey, that sounds great. I mean, it's similar. Uh, I was the responsible one because I don't like getting drunk. I don't like getting to the point where people have to take care of me. Yes. I just wouldn't have a good time. Plus, I would be too worried about everyone else. So I was like the mom of the group. I still drank. I still had a good time. I just didn't get drunk. Um, But it was fun. The bar we went to was called Filthy McNasty's. And yeah, it's an interesting (laughs) interesting name. (laughs) Nice. Very Irish, I guess. Uh, And then it had like a club area upstairs you had to pay to get into. And it had like a DJ and a dance floor. That was fun. It's it's funny. You always learn something new about your coworkers at those kind of events. Like, <laughs> there's this one coworker I have. His name's Daniel. He's very, like, pretty reserved, pretty quiet. Like, only really talks to you if you talk to him kind of thing. He was the loudest, wouldn't shut up the whole night. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just... He was funny. He was really funny. Like, I was trying to get him to get back into the taxi to go home. And he had to go into the bar to, like, use the, the restroom for before we left. And then I'm waiting forever for him. And I'm like, am I going to have to go in after this guy? And then he just comes out with a drink in his hand. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> the taxi's here. And he goes, no problem. Uh, I owe them 150 though. And I was like, you owe them money? He's like, yeah, but it's fine. They let me go. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So I guess they just were like, no, nah, we're just going to let this guy go. <laughs> and so he, he, but he can't leave the bar until he finishes his drink. 
like the bouncer was like, no, dude, like you have to finish your drink. So he just downs it in one go. And then it's like, <laughs> I'm good. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I love holiday Christmas parties. You learn so much about your coworkers. You really do. You really do. It's fun. But like, I feel like we got all a lot closer and like now we all want to go out again, but like more local. Yeah. But it's, it's it was fun. It was a interesting <laughs> experience. <laughs> nice. You learn like how people are like the people who I expected to get drunk instantly did, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was fun. Uh, I also saw Die Hard in theaters because they like put it up in theaters as like a Christmas holiday special thing. That's right. So, it is but, a Christmas movie. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but I've, oh, that was the first time I've seen Die Hard. So that was fun. Nice. Yeah. Don't, nice. don't at me guys. <laughs> no, it's okay. There's lots of people who haven't seen that movie, which is like unfortunate. Well, and I'm just one of those people that hasn't seen anything. But yeah, I I really enjoyed it. I was glad I got to see it in theaters. No, but I think I enjoyed it more. Like, I don't know, like movies like that are supposed to be seen in theaters, you know, like the big action and all that. And it's just it like reminded me like that we don't have movies like that anymore. You know, Mm -hmm. where like the building that gets blown up, like, like all that stuff is like real. Like Obviously, they didn't blow up the entire building. But a lot of the stunts and everything were real and not just like 90% CGI. It was actually like really fun to watch. So, yeah. Plus, I get all the references that everyone makes in everything. So, oh. <laughs> like 90% of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I get now because they oh, reference they reference Die Hard like all the time. <laughs> now you just need to watch the third one. I like the first one a lot, but like the third one, Die Hard with a Vengeance is like really nice. Good. I shall. Uh, what else? I watched Meteor Garden, which is a series that you've been recommending me for a long time now. It's uh, a Vietnamese series that is on Netflix here and on Netflix there, but I don't know if it was originally put for Netflix. It So the one that's currently on Netflix is the Chinese version of yeah of the version of the show. Which is all based off of Boys Over Flowers, which is yeah. based off of something else. So there's like there's so like many ten versions. versions of this. Yeah, it's, it's insane. But you watch like, the most. This is the most recent version. Yes. Of, of this story, series, story, yeah. storyline, but and it's fifty episodes, or it was forty nine, I think forty nine exactly. Uh, which I love that it's like a complete story, so you don't have to worry like, oh, is there going to be another season? Am I going to have to be left on a cliffhanger? No, it's all complete. And I really enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> As you could tell, I, I binged, I think I binged the whole thing in a week. Yeah, you were lucky because like I was watching it when it was still like posting a couple of episodes a week. Yeah, how like- were they doing it? They were le- releasing like like five episodes a week or something or yeah so they would release it i think twice a week and they would do like two or three episodes every release nice and i think the whole show went up in less than a month but like i caught up and then had to wait like every time they posted new episodes so it was like yeah that would kill me because i it was was like it was killing me having to stop so like the first what was it the first night you had recommended it or not recommended it, but like we had talked about it. And then I mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I'm going to watch it. 
And that was after we recorded. So that was like probably 10 o'clock at night, something like that. Yeah. And then I watched it till three in the morning. I did not pick up my phone once that entire time until finally I was like, what time is it? Should I be getting to bed soon? Oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> what a blessing. That's I was amazing. like, I need to go to sleep. It's 3.30 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Genuinely didn't know. Like, I, yeah. I thought, oh, like, it's probably one, maybe one third. No. I just blinked and it was 3 a.m. <laughs> you get sucked in, like, super fast when that show, like, watching that show. Yes. So I think we're going to do an episode on this in the yes. new year. So look we forward will. to that if you guys watch that show. Uh, and then another thing we really quick watched is Nailed It, the holiday edition. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a blessing. What a blessing. <laughs> because, well, one, we like watched it pretty much in like in a day. It was like a day and a half, really. But there's a an episode where Jason Manzukis is on, who oh is like gosh. the most freaking hilarious guy ever. Yeah. Katie, it was the best episode you've ever seen. Like, <laughs> he's just, he just really knows how to like take a bit and run with it. And yeah. <laughs> he was making the camera guy man laugh so hard that the the camera was shaking. Oh my gosh! I and they this. and they kept calling him out on it. They were like, they were like, Rob, stop laughing! You're making the camera shake. <laughs> and so they had to keep cutting to him, and he they were like, he was like, you're gonna get him fired. <laughs> oh my god i'm gonna watch that episode after this it's the second to the last one it's so freaking funny because the last one they did it was like a diy nailed it Uh uh-huh so it was like crafts instead of baking Uh uh-huh i think that's like it's their pitch to try to do a spinoff or something but it's the episode before that so definitely watch it if you just watch one episode watch that one it's freaking hilarious (laughs) i'm gonna watch it it's it. new it's new year's themed and oh my gosh it's great it's oh i just love gosh. that show so much it just makes me like laugh so hard yes <laughs> and then unfortunately i was sick for since i've been sick since wednesday and i'm really mad about it because my coworkers were sick and i was like i have a strong immune system i'm gonna be fine and then days later it was just hit me like a ton of bricks it didn't oh. even creep up on me. It hit me immediately. So I probably sound like I probably sound terrible. It's just my voice. It's fine. I can't uh-huh. breathe through my nose. So if I take a lot of breaths, I apologize. You're like, if I'm breathy in this podcast. <laughs> I'm like, let me take a break. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, so that's been fun. I, I, I've just felt like terrible, but luckily I had the past two days off, so Mm-hmm. I've just been like catching up on TV and obviously like all day yesterday watching Nailed It. So that was fun. <laughs> but yeah, so don't forget to head over to geek2geekcast.com uh, to check out the other podcasts on the network. There are some exciting new things coming to the network in 2019. So be sure to keep up with all of us and keep listening now to learn more about those shows. Hi. My name is Joe Hogan, and I'm a geek. And if you're currently listening to this, there's a good chance you're a geek, too. So check out my podcast, Geektitude. Each week, I talk with somebody about their geek aptitude. 
Sometimes I talk to people in a geeky profession. Sometimes it's someone doing something really cool with their geekiness. Often it's another geeky podcaster. But it's always someone who wants to share their inner geek. So join me each week as we come together to geek out about all the geeky stuff we love. And remember, this week, keep it geek. I'm Void. And I'm Beach. And together, we're the geek to geek podcast. Well, we make it. It is kind of us, but I guess it's separate. Every week, we pick a topic from geek or digital culture and chat about it for a while. And you're invited. We talk about books and movies, games, comics, the internet. Or really whatever we feel like. Yeah, that too. So look for the geek to geek podcast on iTunes. Or wherever your podcasts are sold. Or downloaded. Or whatever. And we're back! Once again, we are talking about this year's Netflix original Christmas movies. This episode does not cover all of them because, geez, ain't no one got time for that. Uh, But (laughs) the ones we are covering are The Christmas Prince, A Royal Wedding, The Holiday Calendar, The Princess Switch, and Christmas Wedding Planner, kind of (laughs) briefly. Is is Christmas Wedding Planner actually a Netflix original or just a bad holiday romance movie that's Oh, I thought it was a Netflix original. That's why I put it on the thing. I don't know. Sounds great, though. All right, whatever. We'll just throw it in there. I mean, we're only briefly talking about it anyway, because I didn't get a chance you... to watch it. I failed it. at my own task. Because <laughs> I told Katie. these movies. I did. I told Katie about these movies. But I was watching one every night I'd come home from work in the last few days, and then I I think I just got to today, and I was like, oh, I didn't watch that one. Yeah, that's okay. Whoops. So, as a whole, Katie, how do you think Netflix did this year with the Christmas movies? Um, They were not great, but I also <laughs> love them. <laughs> so, that's the thing about, like... So, these were very reminiscent of Hallmark Christmas movies. It's the same thing. Like, yeah. the only difference is that Netflix, like, slapped their name on it. Like, this is a Netflix original. I'm like, meh, it's a Hallmark movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's be honest. But yes. you don't go into these movies with the expectation that they're going to be good. Because no. they're not. You're going to be disappointed. And that's the best part about these movies is that you're going to get every single trope you could ever possibly want all in the same movie. And it's going to be ridiculous and dramatic and dumb. And you're going to get angry and you're going to hate it, but you're also going to love it. And you're like, I'm going to watch this movie five more times. Yeah, exactly. You're going to be like, wow, that was terrible. So fun. (laughs) I will say though, that Christmas wedding planner, that movie was trash. That was not a good movie. It was was straight up bad. It was straight up just not good. I was watching it like. Oh well, my then maybe God. we'll like, maybe we'll just leave that at that then, because since I didn't watch no, it. Well, I I I kind of want to talk about like what happened, so we'll save oh, it okay, to yeah, because you did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, uh, sorry, what? <laughs> like during the, I watched it this morning. Like I finished watching it this morning, so it's like fresh oh, in my okay. mind. So, oh shit! Sorry, okay. or. Cut that out. Damn. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> so the first one we're talking about is a prince, a Christmas Prince Royal Wedding. Uh, this movie is the sequel to A Christmas Prince, which is also a Netflix original. Came out last year, right? Yes. Yeah. Last year. The sequel was announced immediately after the Royal Wedding. The real yes. Royal Wedding, uh, which is very exciting. 
And so the synopsis for that movie is a year after Amber helped Richard secure the crown, the two are set to tie the knot in a royal Christmas wedding, but their plans are jeopardized when Amber finds herself second guessing whether or not she's cut out to be queen. Oh, oh boy. (laughs) So how did this movie stand up to the first one, Katie? This one was way worse. Okay, there were lots of things that, like, so Morgan and I watched this movie together, and the entire time we were just like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Like, right at the beginning, where she's trying to, like, sneak out of the airport, like, first of all, okay, the biggest thing is they recasted her dad, and I hated the recasting. Yeah. I did not like it. He was kind of like this creepy ex-mob like New York guy and did not know like he could not hold a candle to the original dad because he was sweet and lovable and he owned a diner and you're just like oh I want you to be my papa I'll be honest I didn't notice there was a recast in oh that was immediately I noticed that I was like oh they recasted the dad because it's been a year since I've I mean I, I only watched the first one once and then oh I watched it uh, more than a, few, a few more times than once. <laughs> yes. Anyways, um, but you know, like when she gets to the airport and like her and her dad are trying to sneak and like, they're like, Oh, we're not ready for this, this media circus. I was like, you have been coming back and forth yeah. to this country for almost a year and you're not ready yeah a lot of that didn't make sense because they literally did a whole montage of her going back and forth back and forth back and forth and then she was acting as if this was the first time and i'm like yeah shouldn't you like have this real like this routine down to a t by now yes yeah it was weird it was weird i I was like no like what is happening like both morgan and i were just like i'm sorry what I think they like added the montage in after or so it just didn't there were a few things that happened that I was like yeah that like what like the fact that she's planning the wedding days before the wedding is supposed to happen yeah and then like she changes everything like a day before the wedding is supposed to happen yeah how did you feel about the wedding planner I hated him. You yeah. know who they needed? Paulo from Princess oh. Diary. Yes. <laughs> yes. He was terrible. And then they did the whole like stolen cab thing again, which was like yeah. only super cute in the first one because it was it was the prince that stole the cab from her. Exactly. And I didn't like him. I didn't like the whole like, well, this is protocol. This is protocol. Like, we need to be following protocol. I'm like, I'm sorry. Whose wedding is this? Like, (laughs) well, and it's like, I don't know. Like, we've seen it with Kate Middleton and Meghan Markle. It's like, yeah, there are certain protocols, but like, even, even some of the things you can let into the 21st century. I mean, come on. I mean, the dress when she put on that dress, I was like, what? What? The dress looked nothing like the drawing either. Oh, yeah. Nothing like it. I was like, what is happening with with any of that? 
just the the wedding planner was like super annoying and then i forget the the like i don't know she's like the head oh the one who was head like of household in, yeah she was like in, in charge of all the press and everything yeah she was like head of household so she was like head housekeeper head of everything yeah. and the entire time she's like censoring her blog and like doing all this stuff i'm which, like what which to be fair i will say like I don't know how she had the blog the entire year leading up to the engagement. Yeah. Because I feel like as soon as Meghan Markle became a part of the, you know, the in the realm, like she, I think all her social media was like taken over or done or, I mean, you don't hear from her anymore in terms of like press, like, like directly, it, I mean. It goes on lockdown. So now you become part of the royal family so you're not yeah. just you anymore you're a member of the royal family exactly so, so i was surprised of... she was just ha- allowed to have a blog right? like i was like oh okay <laughs> so when they when they censored it i was like yeah i'm not surprised that didn't happen sooner but also amber not a great journalist oh not my god a great oh, blogger when she, she real it... bad when she interviews the guy, she asks him two questions and go, well, that was a lot of help. Thank you so much. Okay, though, but my favorite thing, okay, Morgan and I had to pause it, rewind it, and, like, do it again. Yes. With the notes. Yes. The notes. Oh, my God. So, like, in the first one, if people saw the first movie, um, she w- would take these notes, but they weren't really notes. They were more just, like, bullet points of, like, just random sentences or questions she's asking her herself with like the voiceover i don't know what he's doing but i'm gonna get to the bottom of this and that's what she would write and you're just like (laughs) her notes are bad how is she a journalist um cut to this one where she's interviewing this guy because there's like some shady stuff going on that's the thing is there's like a bunch of missing money and the country's in financial problems with this new project trying to bring the country um Aldovia. Aldovia, Aldovia, yeah. Into, into the like, 21st century yeah. uh, with technology and like all of these different things, right? So, but the company, like the country is just losing money by the, the millions or however, whatever kind of dollar figure they use there. Yeah. And so she's interviewing this guy who lost his job to try to figure out what it is. And he tells her two things, okay? Two things. He says it's a company called Meadowlark that was getting all the contracts. So she writes down Meadowlark, Meadowlark. Yeah. which is great, right? And he goes, yeah, we always thought there was something fishy going on. And she goes, well, the point number two, fishy. Fishy. Question Period. mark. Oh, I thought she put question <laughs> She put a question mark. <laughs> And then that was it. She literally goes, thank you so much. That was so much. <laughs> Morgan and I were dying over like her notes. We were like, oh, oh look at her notes. <laughs> Do you think like they did this on purpose? Yes. Like they had yes. to. Because like, you know that everybody was talking about the notes in the first one. Yes. So you got to oh know God. that they went like, oh, we're going to do some great notes in this one. It's just two words. Metal lark, fishy. Fishy. <laughs> How do you feel about Simon now being a good guy? He was I'm literally sorry, the villain what? of the entire last movie. 
I know. Okay. But when he like showed up with his like greasy long hair, I was like, well, yeah. now he legit looks like a sleaze ball. And every time they like, did you see when they like, when Simon showed up that first time, they like zoomed in on every person's face in the room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's like, and they get to the prince and he's like, Simon. <laughs> Why? Yes. Why is he all of a sudden like a good guy being on everyone's team, well, even though the sister was giving him some serious ass? And it was like the whole thing was that it was the plot twist was that he wasn't the bad guy. It was the guy who you thought was the good guy, and like, yeah. oh, such a plot twist. <laughs> never saw that one coming i will say though the thing that like brocked my brain that maybe aldovia has got some seriously bad like divorce law going on because he was married to sophia for like five minutes and they could have gotten an annulment no he goes they got a divorce and she took everything i had and i'm like what kind of laws do you got in aldovia like i know it's like dang what kind of prenup juice i and didn't have one apparently. Yeah, exactly. And but oh they my were god, for five minutes, like. And then they is... paired him up with the best friend at the end because they have to pair everyone up at the end. Oh my god, yeah. Because even uh the the wedding designer and then the other best friend they like smirked at each other like ooh you're cute and I'm like really. They even <laughs> gave the the sister Emily. Yeah, a the young sister love a love interest. Oh my god. Yeah, but I was, like, shocked at, like, how quickly that town, like, oh, the town's on strike. We're, like, chaining the door <laughs> of the theater. Like Everything just shuts off immediately. Oh, my God, yeah. I was like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Like, just everything that was happening. I'm like, Amber, girlfriend. <laughs> what is with you and the Converse? Oh, it's her quirk. Sorry, it's her quirk. She always yes. wears Converse. Yeah, so so quirky. Uh, how did you feel about the prince? This movie, I didn't, I didn't think he was as charming. No, I didn't think so either. Like, I found him very flat and boring, and I don't know. I just like when, like when they were going through all their troubles, I was like, oh no. <laughs> like, I didn't I didn't feel for it at all. Like I feel like at least the last movie they had chemistry and he was cute and I don't Not know. This one. No, he was just boring. Yeah, because like the biggest thing that I didn't like about it was that I'm like, I'm sorry, are you king? Like, you're king. This is your wedding. Do you absolutely have zero say oh, yeah, in what's king. gonna yeah. happen? I was like, bro, you're king. Like, yeah, this is your like, wedding. Like, I don't understand. He was like, ah. Oh, he was uh, so spineless in that. Like, she just wanted to wear her ne- the necklace with her mother's picture in it. And he's like, oh, uh, well, uh, I mean, we, you know, they serve us, but they're in charge. Like, what? <laughs> I was like, I you're know. a spineless jellyfish, sir. A spineless jellyfish. Yeah. So. Like. I just, my favorite thing, though, that came out of this was that right after the movie came out, uh, Rose McIver, who plays Amber, who's on yes. iZombie, she screenshotted all of the titles of a bunch of articles that came out about it. And it was like, this movie is total trash. Here are the reasons why you should watch it. 
Yeah, exactly. And she's like, should I be polishing my Oscar now? <laughs> should I get my acceptance speech ready? Like, she knew that the movie she was in was trash. But oh, yeah. everybody was going to watch it. Because wasn't there, like, last year there was, like, 16 people or, like, a certain number of people that watched A Christmas Prince to a level where Netflix was a little concerned about them. Every day. They watched it, like, every day for so many months. And, yeah, Netflix was like, who hurt you? <laughs> yeah, they were like, are you, are you, are you okay? Like... <laughs> Like, it's do we so need to sad. call call somebody? Like, you okay? <laughs> Anyways, so I loved it. Yeah, you're you're right. Like the he- the headlines were the sequels even worse, and it's so great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. That about sums it up. So, let's move on to the next movie, which is called The Holiday Calendar. Uh, and the synopsis for that is a photographer inherits an antique advent calendar that seems to predict her future including a budding romance. Oh man, this one had all the tropes. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. It had all the tropes. So I like the lead actress that plays, obviously the lead, duh. Uh, she was in Vampire Diaries, right? Yeah, she played Bonnie. Yes, yeah, I didn't watch Vampire. Uh, she was very good. Mm-hmm. Was everyone else really good? You know who was in this that I absolutely loved and I was super bummed at the part that he played? Is who? Ethan Peck. Oh. He played the the doctor oh, that yeah. you th- that you thought that she was supposed to be with. Yeah. Uh I adore him so much. He's Gregory Peck's like grandson. Oh wow. Yeah. And he was in the Ten Things I Hate About You TV series. Oh. Mm-hmm. What a hunk. Um, like when he when i saw that he was in this i was like oh and we're are we not supposed to root for this guy no no (laughs) because he was just so cute yeah yeah but no yeah he's he not that he was really that bad of a guy he was just he just wasn't right for her yeah and he he was was kind yeah he was a single dad on the prowl. I don't know. Yeah, that w- that seemed kind of weird because, like, he did seem, like, quite perfect. And the whole thing is, is that this advent calendar predicts, like, she doesn't realize it until a few days in, but it's predicting certain things that will happen to her. And it kind of leads her to this guy who's Ethan Peck, who has, they, like, start dating and it's like, everything is perfect. They go on the perfect dates and yeah. all this stuff, but she also has this best friend who she's been friends with forever. They have a lot in common. He's been traveling the world for a long time, and he's back. Obviously, he's in love with her. She doesn't see it. Uh, but this guy, like, the thing is, like, he takes her on this date to, like, the, I'm assuming, like, a soup kitchen? Yeah, it's like a soup kitchen. And... They're helping out, and then these guys who are always there are like, yeah, he brings a lot of people here. And she's like, oh, yeah, like his daughter? And they're like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Which is implying, obviously, that he brings a lot of women there to show off kind of like how good he is. 
But like then he, they never really talk about that ever again. Does that make sense? Like yeah. they don't they don't break up over that fact. They break over break up over the fact that he doesn't understand the advent calendar and he kind of thinks it's a little silly and thinks about it logically. Yeah. Like he doesn't see it as magic where obviously her friend and her kind of see the magic in it, which is why they belong together, not the other two. So yeah. Sorry, I've like... been talking about this. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I actually really liked this one. Nice. Surprisingly. I thought it was actually really good. I mean, it was very tropey, but... Oh, yeah. But I think it was, like, out of the majority of the movies that I've seen, like, this one was better than most. Yeah. And... But my brain is still trying to wrap around the fact that she has some, like, weird dead-end job as, like, a photographer at, like, a mall, and she can afford the apartment that she lives oh, in. Oh, I was like, liter- when they walked in, I was like, are you kidding me? Literally Look at when- this place. <laughs> Which, like you said, when she walked in that door, I was like, excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> that is a huge huge apartment and her grandpa asked her if she needed some money before yeah. and she goes no i'm fine i'm like girl that's why you got no money like have you seen your apartment yeah she's all i'm a broke starving artist oh everyone sees me as a starving artist and i'm like well they wouldn't if they walked into your apartment right jeez <laughs> i was like there is no way that she can afford that apartment on whatever <laughs> salary by hour she's making it's no. almost as bad as Kara on Supergirl for like being an assistant. She has like that huge apartment. It's almost it almost looks similar as well. Yeah, it's like unrealistic expectations. Like get out of town like you could afford that apartment. Exactly. Wait. Like I'm understand I understand you need a bigger room to film in. That's like that's why a lot of times people in TV's apartments are so big is cuz yeah. they need that space to film. Yeah. But come on. Come on. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. It was like ridiculously huge. I was like, there is no way. I was like, oh, her job as a photographer taking pictures for people's holiday cards is so bad. I was like, look at your apartment. Yeah, clearly you're fine. Yeah. And I thought it was cute. I like I liked the actor who played her grandfather. Like I liked yes. the interaction that he had with her. And but all of the tropes are there, right? Like oh, unrequited best friend love who she doesn't see it. And then you have the perfect guy who comes in and she thinks that's the person that she's in love with. But in reality, she's not. And uh-huh. you've got the Christmas wise, magic, Christmas magic, wise, older, like parent or grandparent who gives you advice or gives you something that points you in the right direction. Um what else happened? There's uh, no, yeah, keep no. I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh, let's see. Girl who hates her job but has to keep working it because she needs to make ends meet. Yep. Uh, but it's not her. But it's related to her passion, but not a hundred percent her passion. But she ends up pursuing her passion, and somebody's there to support her, like the mayor who wants her to take photos because she takes oh, all these yes. great pictures of the town. But she's nervous about sharing them with people because she doesn't think she's good enough. And I'm like, am oh. I hitting every trope we got here, dude? That's like this movie, she got so many opportunities in that movie that. 
it was like, oh, within, within like two weeks or like less than a month, she gets like opportunity after opportunity. <laughs> like, and also, did you see the photos getting deleted from the card happening? Like a hundred percent. The moment she like handed oh. that card to him, I was like, something's going to happen. It's going to be oh, corrupted, yeah. deleted, something. Yes. Big time. Big time. And then she got fired. I was so irritated about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, really? He accidentally deleted your pictures? Well, you're fired. I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> I mean, I get, like, in a sense, because it was her, like, responsibility, not his, to, like, get the cards off, the pictures off the card. But yeah. at the same time, like, that was really funny when he was like, you're mad at me? And she's like, of course I'm mad at you. And I'm like, really? You thought she wasn't going to be mad at you? You, like, got her fired, bro. Yeah, ex- Exactly. I mean, sure, he didn't mean to do it, but at the same time, like, she got fired for his mistake, and I don't know. But, yeah. I like the the guy who plays his friend, the one that helps him out at the... Oh, yeah. And plays the elf. He's in Kim's Convenience. He's like a a random character that comes in the store every once in a while. He's really funny. So I was really excited. I was like, oh, they're filming in Canada. (laughs) It's a big tell. (laughs) (laughs) Of course they're filming in Canada. Was was it this movie or the next one where the net where they had like somebody was gonna watch a Christmas prince? Which movie was that? Is that the Princess Switch? That's the next one. That's the next one. So let's jump into the next one then. Okay. So the the Princess Switch, uh, the synopsis for that is, One week before Christmas, a duchess switches places with an ordinary woman from Chicago who looks exactly like her, and they fall in love with each other's bows. I was looking forward to this movie, and I really liked it. I was glad I watched it. Same. I actually really like this one, too. Although I will say that I was very disappointed and confused as to how they were not more freaked out that they looked exactly alike. Yeah, true. They were like, oh, my gosh. You look ex-. like, yeah, they weren't like, I would be like, yo, are we related? <laughs> yeah, they did not freak out. I was expecting like parent trap level of freak out or it takes yeah. two level of freak out. But, like, honestly, they were just like, oh, you look just like me. Hey, you want to switch places? Yeah. Immediately, she had this whole plan in place. <laughs> like, <clears throat> it was weird. It was very weird the way they did it. Um, and Vanessa Hudgens was really good. Yes. Uh, her her British accent was all right. It was It wasn't great. fantastic, but, <laughs> but it was all right. Very posh. Very posh about it. Yeah. And, uh... I hated her hair, though. Her short oh, hair. Yeah, not great. Did not like it. Uh, but no, it had this movie had all the tropes as well. You know, the whole, oh, competition and the little kid who sees through everything. Oh, my God. And yeah. uh, the, the, what is it, uh, competitor who has to sabotage. Okay, I would like to point out that that whole, like, sabotage competition competitor thing had nothing to do with the story. They, like, it literally did. just threw it in just because they could. They're like, oh, she's in a baking competition? Let's have this oh. girl who don't like her, but we don't have any backstory or understanding of why they don't like each other. And then she comes over and cuts the cord off of her stand mixer, which, how did she get through the entire competition without using that stand mixer until yes. that last five minutes of it? Exactly. That's the thing. Like, okay, they made a cake, right? Yes, a big giant so, cake. 
she, and she went to use the stand mixer to make the icing, I'm assuming. To but make, she had like, already made the cake. The filling. To make like the filling or something. Or the yeah. icing. I don't know. But how did she not use the stand mixer for any of the cake making? That, that's what I'm saying. How did she make the cake? Like, And also, hand mixing is not an issue. It just takes a little bit longer and a little bit more effort. But like, if you're going to sabotage someone, that is a weak sabotage. It I'm was just saying. Dumb. It was like a useless plot point. And then it, it didn't like... even really pan out. No. Because she's like, like, there was one comment where the judge was like, mm, I wish this was a little bit smoother, but it still tasted great. And I'm like, oh, such sabotage. <laughs> like, oh, it's so bad. It's not as smooth <laughs> as I wish it had been. God. So dumb. So dumb. And she still won. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it was like no big deal. Like it, that that whole thing was pretty dumb. But uh obviously I loved the fact that they each fell in love with the other people. Like you saw it coming a million miles away, but did I still love it? Absolutely. The guy really from liked... Nashville was in it and he was so cute. Who who was who was he? He was the prince. Okay, so it's Prince Edward. Right, Edward? Sure. Was it Edward? <laughs> I really liked him. He was really sweet and really cute. Yes. I was like, move over, Christmas prince. <laughs> we got yes. a new prince in town. <laughs> we got a new prince in town. <laughs> um, I was laughing about, have you ever noticed that when they make up fake countries that have um, like princes and princesses or whatever, they always end in like Ia, like Genovia. Genovia. Aldovia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maldovia. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. They gotta make it sound like foreign, but not like too foreign. <laughs> but like, this country sounds British. Like, I was like, oh, oh, oh. everybody's just British. Oh, okay, that, just English. Well, Got it. That's the thing is like everyone always has a British accent, but they're definitely not British. <laughs> You're like, yeah, no, they're they're Aldovian or Genovian or something. I'm just like, what is happening? But it's I, it's the whole American fantasy of. Of meeting a prince and marrying a prince. I don't know. I just... I loved when um, when they were trying to play Twister. Like, that was really funny. Oh, um, yes. Like, it totally, in a, like, just, like, from a royalty, like, <laughs> thing. Like, just not... Like, that would... You'd never see, like, Meghan Markle down there, like, doing that, like, no. in public. Like, <laughs> no. But no. it was just really funny. Uh, yes. I don't even know. Like, that... My <laughs> okay, the part where like uh Kevin, right? Kevin is the 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 best friend or whatever, just walks yeah. in without no shirt on and he was like, I'm just looking for some new t- toothpaste and it's like <laughs> zooming on abs. Like And she's all Oh <laughs> She was like, Have you ever noticed how attractive your friend is? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, that that trope. The whole oh my God. <laughs> We are just like I'm we're just, just going... friends. We're just friends, and like, do you not find it strange? He fell in love with who he thought was his friend, who he had all this history with. If I found out that wasn't who I thought it was, and I had this thing, I'd be like, I would be confused because clearly the best friend fell in love with her, and her their complete history. Yes. Not not just how she was acting in the last two weeks. Yes. Whereas like the prince and the other, what, I don't know, I don't remember their names. I apologize, but the what the the American one, 
they had really only known each other for that bit of time. Like, even though they were engaged, they didn't know each other at all, really. They knew of each other's families. Jeez, I just hit the mic. (laughs) They knew knew of each other's families, and that's really about it. Like, so it kind of makes sense that they would fall in love and they would end up kind of okay. But, like, if I was the best friend, Kevin, I'd be so upset. I'd be like, dude, I didn't just fall in love with you in the last two weeks. I fell in love with you and, like, our history and our friendship and our partnership. And now I found out that that's not it. Yeah. No, for him to be like 100% okay with the whole thing, I was real confused. Because I was yeah. like, you you fell in love with the who you thought was Chicago Baker girl, yes. not Duchess, Duchess chick. Like, yeah. she was pretending to be somebody else. And I would also like to point out is that how did Chicago Baker girl forget to teach Duchess the handshake with the daughter? Like... True, that'd be an important thing. Even in the parent trap, like, she taught her how to do the handshake dance thing because that would have been the number one thing that gave away that that wasn't who who you thought it was because that is what ruined it and she found out who she was was because she was saying weird things and she didn't know their, like, handshake. Exactly. I agree. I think, do you think that was maybe a like a reference to Parent Trap? Because uh, it kind of felt like it. They did, because I feel like this movie was supposed to be very reminiscent of, like, Parent Trap, It Takes Two kind of deal. Yeah. Kind of thing. I liked it. But with, like, falling in love with each other's betrothed. Yeah. Well, best friend slash betrothed. But anyway, It was cool. <laughs> I liked this one. I thought it was... Yeah. I, I enjoyed it the most out of the three. Well, the three that I watched, but... Yes. Uh... I mean, it, it was still the same quality. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's still not great quality. But I don't know. I enjoyed the plot a bit more. Same. Um, it also felt like it didn't need to be a Christmas movie, but it was still fun as a Christmas movie. Yeah, it could have been an anytime Hallmarky movie and it would have been yeah. the same story. Yeah. And then do you want to talk a little bit about the Christmas wedding planner? I'll tell the synopsis real quick. Okay. Uh, a wedding planner is in the midst of planning her cousin's lavish and exclusive wedding when a devilishly handsome private investigator turns her world upside down. Oh, God. So, okay, so this tell movie, us about that. This movie was really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's like about this girl who who's planning her very first wedding, right? So it's not just like her cousin's wedding, but it's her very first wedding ever okay. as a wedding planner. And on top of that, it's not just like her cousin is not really her cousin. It's more like her sister because the wedding planner grew up with the cousin and the gotcha. aunt. So because her mom was like super sick and the aunt had taken her in and took care of her and basically raised the two of the, the two girls together. Gotcha. So they're basically like, like that's the only family she's ever known kind of deal. So yeah. she's got to plan this like lavish wedding to this guy who's like, Todd, he's the perfect man. He's rich and attractive <laughs> and he loves me, right? And in comes Mr. Devishly Handsome, private investigator guy, who's also the cousin who's getting married. That's her ex-boyfriend who like broke her heart and left her and all of this stuff, right? So like he just shows up and 
we'll just get to the part that's just absolutely freaking ridiculous. Okay. So I feel like I missed an entire portion of this movie while watching it. Like I was in the middle of watching it and I feel like they cut stuff out because the, the wedding planner starts helping the private eye investigate the fiance because they, Uh. because he was hired by somebody to do that. Turns out it was the uncle before he died, hired him to look into Todd because there was something not right about him. Right, okay. all right. So they're like looking into him together. So the wedding planner and the PI guy, PI ex boyfriend dude. And somehow, in the midst of all of that, they like fell in love. And this is like over like two or three days. We're not talking like <laughs> months. No, we're talking like two, maybe three days at max. So right? it didn't even give the whole trope of like, oh, we've known each other for this whole week and we fell in no. love. It, like three days because they were like snooping on Todd's family and got caught snooping. But while they were like to keep from getting like caught, like doing snooping, she like grabs him and like kisses him. And that's the only time they kiss in the entire movie. And all of a sudden I can't stop thinking about her. I couldn't sleep last night because I knew I would see her today. And she's like, I'm in love with him. I like him. He's very nice and handsome and sweet. He's not what you said he was. And all of this stuff, right? You want to know what happens at the end of this movie? I'm going to tell you. Like, you don't even need to watch it because I'm sitting there and, like, the wedding is happening, right? We've gone to the wedding part and nobody found any dirt on Todd except, turns out, he hooked up with a a maid, got her pregnant, and then instead of, like, taking care of that, he, like, found some other girl, the cousin, to, like, oh, we should be together, like, and wooed her and they're getting married and the P.I. finds out about the pregnant housekeeper and, like, barges in on the wedding stop everything hold on she veronica's got something to say like this girl (laughs) oh my god the wedding gets halted and like so they're trying to fix the problem with with um the cousin right be like it's okay you'll find love again right and then the like P.I. guy comes to, like, talk to her because to talk to the wedding planner because she, like, broke it off with him. You know, their three-day whirlwind romance that never happened. Oh, yes. And, (laughs) like, break it off with him because she found out about the money that the uncle had given him to, like, leave and, like, oh, blackmail, of course. Like, Uh, all this stuff, right? Yeah. So he comes to talk to her and he's like, I'm in love with you. And she's like, what? (laughs) She's like, you think you can just tell me that you love me and everything will be okay? He's like, but I do love you. I'm like, you've been together for three days. I was going to say. uh... (laughs) No, it gets better. It gets better. So he's like, I love you. We should be together. And then um, they're like, oh, we need to tell everybody that the wedding is off and send everybody home. And he goes, no, don't send them home yet. And like gets down on one knee and like proposes to her. And I'm like... What? Excuse me? <laughs> and then they get married. They get what? married. What? What? <laughs> yes, I'm sitting there like, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> I was like, this movie is trash. That would never happen. Like even even in these type of movies that wouldn't happen. They would cut to a year later and then they get married. No, that's le- 
three days. No. And, and then the movie ends with like him carrying her over the threshold into the hotel room, which means this is like the first time that they've like been like truly like alone in a like romantic setting together. Yeah. And, like they're going to consummate this wedding when they like don't even know each other. He's like, I'd like to spend the rest of my whole life getting to know you is what he said. Oh my God. They've kissed once and he's like i love you this is it for me okay but you want to know what the best part about this entire film is that the pi guy co-owns a restaurant you want to know who the other owner slash um chef is of this restaurant you're gonna love it it's gonna be great it's joy fatone oh my god Freaking Joey Fatone. Oh, jeez. Like, he was playing himself? His name was George. Oh, okay. So he wasn't playing himself. But, but I was still. I was dying when he walked in. I was like, is that jo- Joey Fatone? <laughs> yep. It's Joey oh, Fatone. Oh, man. I gotta watch this movie now just to see this trash. It was like, like, there are some, like, the other three movies, like, you know, are trash, and they're not great, and you're like, okay, but this movie is not great, but it's okay. This movie was just, it was just just garbage. It was just bad. What is it? Morgan said that this was legit, like, the worst one out of all of the ones she's ever seen, and I agree. That's, dang, that's funny. That's really funny. Thank you for telling me that. (laughs) I was like, they're getting married? I was like, they don't know each other. I was like, is this a Disney movie? What is happening? Well, it's like, was that really necessary? No, it wasn't. I was like, this is not the Princess Diaries 2. I was like, the queen is not getting married to Joe. Like, no, they've known each other forever. This is, no, just when they started like the ceremony i was like where did they get the second wedding dress how did she get her hair done so fast why is she using the same bouquet like what is happening <laughs> yeah can you imagine having like being a wedding planner planning this wedding for someone else and then stepping in and, and basically being like oh this is good enough yeah like no and on top of that they had like all of the bridesmaids but they were like Oh, you have the jealous bridemaid who only talks about herself. She's like, oh, uh, this is exactly how I would have planned my wedding. And I was like, somebody pushed this woman off a cliff. Like, oh give me God. a break. And they were like, oh, and then you have the clumsy one and the bitter one. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Oh, and on top of that, the wedding planner chick, she sends a lot of text messages to her dead mother. What? Like, her mom's been dead for like a year. And she, like, pays her phone bill so she can text her. That's weird. And everyone's okay. I'm like, she crazy. <laughs> that, okay, maybe I won't watch this. No, you need to watch it. Because it's just, it's just really weird. I was like, okay, well, like, I get, oh, like, geez. wanting to, st- like, keep your mother's memory, like, close to your heart. Because that is important. Like, she lost her mom, yes. which is really sad. But, like, it was a little weird that she was, like, texting her yeah but like every day all the time i was like uh okay yeah all right well interesting uh okay all right do you have a favorite uh christmas movie trope 
I kind of like, I'm not going to lie, because like one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time is A Christmas Kiss, which is also really bad amongst all of these films. And the trope I really like in that one is the the girl who works for someone meets a guy, really likes him. Turns out that guy is the boyfriend of somebody else. Yeah. Of like the person you work for. Or whatever. And then the two of you sort of have this, like, thing. Not like, you don't, like, there's no cheating. But there's a lot of, like, I think I'm falling for you. And then there's a breakup. And then, like, he comes to get her, like, kind of deal. And confess his his feelings. Like, that. I'm not going to lie. I kind of really like those ones. Yeah. (laughs) Really bad. I, I like that, too, where, like, we're, like, uh... They have like they meet each other and they have like fun and then they realize that they're like someone who's close to them or someone who or like maybe they think they're like just the small town person, but really like they're like the mayor or I don't know, something like big, like some fancy person. And they're like, oh, shoot, I was (laughs) I thought you just like worked at this restaurant. I don't know, something like that. And they end up being like more more than what they thought and. He's like, I'm just not a prince. Like, I love the people kind of deal. <laughs> I'm more than just my title. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> God, give me a break. Oh. Do we do you think uh these Christmas movies need a little bit of updating, need to be need to get a little bit more creative? I wanna say yes, but I'm also still total trash for all these movies. Like I will still watch <laughs> them no matter what. I mean, yeah. I think the one thing that makes these movies super appealing is that they're super predictable and you know what's going to happen and yet you sit there and watch it. Like, you know that every time they're going to end up. Now, I did not expect a wedding of, like, somebody <laughs> who knew each other for three days to happen in a Christmas wedding well, There you planner. go. Um, <laughs> I would just, oh, they threw in a curveball. Um, but, like, the Christmas, the princess switch the holiday calendar and a Christmas Prince, like the first and the second one, they were super predictable on what was going to happen throughout the entire film. But at the same time, you're just like, Oh, Oh, I know who she's going to pick and it's going to be great. And you're like really excited about it to get to the end. So, I mean, I'd like to see more creativity in the fact that maybe make these movies use all those tropes, but make them good. Yeah. Because like, the holiday uses all these tropes, but that movie's really good. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, if they want to keep making trashy Christmas romance movies, I'm here for it. Like, I'll watch them. Oh, definitely, we'll be here for it. Yeah, next year, every year, all the time. <laughs> well, I think that's going to wrap up this week's episode of Tea Time. The show notes for this episode and all of our other episodes are available on our website, teatimewithkc.com. Feel free to reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using the handle at teatimewithkc. You can also chat us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash teatimewithkc. And if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, feel free to email us at teawithkc at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Google Play or follow us on Spotify or wherever you download your podcasts. And lastly, don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the geek to geek Podcast Network by visiting Geek2GeekCast.com. And you can also chat with us in real time on the messaging apps Slack or Discord. 
Uh, we will include the links to those in the show notes. And until next time, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. Join us next time for another cup of tea.